0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of an artistic career. This is professional certified mindfulness coach Evan Dunn Baritone, and you are listening to episode 71. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Hello friends, welcome back to the Take the Stage Coaching Podcast. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today, to have a moment to reflect on mindfulness, reflect on our thoughts, our emotions, and where we're going in this world and in this life and what we're going to do with ourselves. It's kind of an exciting thing to think about. Um I was so excited to see that even after taking about a month off of doing the podcast, um, we started publishing episodes again and we had some record-breaking days um of downloads actually three our three highest download days have been since we started, um, going again, and so thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. I I don't know that I could have anticipated that. I thought, oh, you know, I'll take a month off, and we'll we'll kind of take some time to get back going and and building up again. But um, I just really am grateful uh, to all of you for sticking around and for sharing these episodes if they're helpful to you and if you think they might be helpful to somebody that you know um it's really a big help so thank you um i recently had a conversation with a client that i thought was really interesting he said he wasn't um so sure about the whole feel your feelings thing you know i just kind of mentioned oh yeah it's important that we feel our feelings and um He seemed to think um, that too many people were just feeling their feelings and not really taking action in their lives. In his eyes, everyone was kind of wallowing in their feelings. And because they thought, well, I just feel this way, so this is how it is, that they were limiting themselves because of it. And I've seen other people talk about similar things. Um, One person commented on a post of mine on social media and um, they had concerns about feeling feelings for the same reason. Now, of course, there's you know not enough space on social media or on a single post to say all the things that you need to say and there's never enough room for nuance, of course, in a conversation. Um, but if I simply say feel your feelings and then there's somebody who has kind of doubts about that, I totally get it. (laughs) I think what they're saying is really valid. And if you have listened to my podcast before, then you know that when I say feel your feelings, I'm not talking about wallowing in your feelings or kind of wallowing in the story that you're telling yourself um, because that's not helpful and it's not what I help my clients to do. Um, When I talk about feeling your feelings, I mean actually paying attention to the physical things you're experiencing in your uncomfortable feelings. So where do you feel it? Oh, I feel it in the pit of my stomach. I feel my chest tightening. I feel my palms sweating. I feel my heart racing. I feel lightheaded or whatever you happen to feel. Um, when I encourage people to feel their feelings, I want them to realize what they are actually feeling because it might help them to, to realize that their feeling isn't as life-threatening as it may seem. It can feel really overwhelming, but when you slow down and think, what exactly is this feeling in my body, all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, I feel sweaty palms. Okay, I think I'm going to be Okay. And I can take this next step I can do. And, you know, we'll talk about what those next steps are as well. Um, But, yeah, that's kind of a basic starting point. It's not the end. Like just, oh, I felt my feeling. Whoop-de-doo. Okay. So I've heard it said before that feelings are like a warning bell. And I know what people are saying when they say that. But just the words warning bell make me disagree with the statement because I don't think that feelings mean that something is wrong with you or that something is wrong with someone else or something is wrong in the world. It's not a warning that like there's something wrong. You need to fix it right now. What's going wrong? So I like to think of feelings as an alarm clock instead. Um, Our feelings provide a chance to slow down. And I hope that it is a chance for you to slow down. Um, You feel a feeling and you're able to slow down, notice what you experience, and then appropriately move on. Really, once you have experienced the feeling, you'll realize that it isn't as scary as you thought it was. And um, whereas if you don't feel your feeling, you might end up um, hiding from feelings and buffering and actually wasting your time, wasting your energy, hiding from a feeling rather than just confronting it and realizing that it's not as big as you thought, and then taking steps that you'd like to take. And and to be clear, I am going to continue talking about what to do in that next in the process. But before I do, I want to go back to that original concern that my client was expressing about wallowing in feelings. If you think that feeling your feelings means that if you feel like you don't want to do something, so you just shouldn't do it, then you're hiding from life. And you're using your feelings as a shield to kind of hide behind it. And that you know, could be something that you've used in the past that benefits you to a certain extent. But as far as progressing and moving on in your life, hiding from feelings isn't the most helpful thing that you could do. I like to think of feeling my feelings as a way of leaning into uncomfortable situations and uncomfortable feelings so that I can grow. I don't at all look at feeling feelings as a way of hiding, okay? It's not about making my life easier. In some ways, it's about getting more comfortable leaning into the uncomfortable. Okay, so using your feelings as a crutch is not the same as being able to acknowledge your feelings, give them space, and then move on. So now back to the alarm clock analogy and what to actually do next. Okay. When I feel a feeling that feels uncomfortable, I like to think of it as a time to feel the feeling, then, you know, really empathize with myself, love myself more, and then to get back to work. So that's why I like the alarm clock analogy because there's always work to do. <laughs> it doesn't mean, oh no, something's wrong, panic. It means, oh, this is an opportunity for me to get to work, to understand myself, to love myself more. And and so what is that work? What, what do I mean when the alarm clock goes off? The feeling means that I have been telling myself a story in my mind that's distorted. And the feeling means that I'm fighting reality. Since I'm not seeing a a true vision of reality, I've created a, a distorted story. It means that I'm fighting reality and that's causing me to want to hide or lash out or whatever I do when I experience uncomfortable feelings. Now I get to inquire and find out what the story is, why I believe it. And as I inquire, I can find ways to disprove my story, and then start to believe in reality instead. So it's like this beautiful time, the alarm clock goes off, and it's like, oh, I'm feeling uncomfortable. This is an opportunity for me to understand myself more, to understand the story I'm telling myself more, and hopefully tell myself a better story in the future. When I feel my feelings and then get to work, I begin to accept what is, what reality truly is and I tell myself a truer story that is more helpful. I stop limiting myself or making myself a martyr and I can start working on the things that are important to me. Now some people, especially if you follow a social media influencer and you don't know exactly what they're trying to accomplish, um, some people might think they are feeling their feelings but they are just actually wallowing in them. This looks like someone who's kind of spiraling further down into the story they're telling themselves. And um, then they're not really feeling their feelings. Okay. And you might've experienced this in your own life. I'm sure you have. Um, (laughs) So here are some statements made by people on social media that I've just kind of shamelessly stole, not in judgment. We're not obviously not going to talk about who these people are. And we do not um, judge anyone for their feelings because we've all felt the feelings. <laughs> but these um, statements are about how sad they felt during holidays. And I think that all of these people who made these comments, they're super well-intentioned. They want to make sure that they're speaking about their feelings instead of hiding them. But in this particular case, and you'll see why, they aren't actually processing their feelings that they are speaking about. What they're really doing is they're finding other friends that feel the same way they do, and then they're commiserating together and wallowing in their feelings together. In other words, they start feeling their feelings, and then they don't know how to get to the work to inquire about their feelings and understand their feelings. They hear the alarm clock, realize something is off, and then they just continue to hold on to their story and to fight reality. So in that way, it really is more like an alarm. Something really is wrong. You're spiraling down. you got to find someone else to kind of talk about this with. And but they're not really figuring out what it means. so someone asked that these are the statements. Someone asked their Twitter followers to describe a feeling that they had about the holidays because the original poster they said they felt melancholia or melancholy right And the fellow the followers came together and shared how badly they were feeling and uh, here are some direct quotes. The first person said, I agree, I just have too many bad memories and it feels like forced fun. Like trying to have, and I guess what they're trying to say is trying to have fun during the holidays feels like forced fun because they have experienced bad memories. It's almost as if they think that they shouldn't have had to experience bad memories um, in order to have a joyful life. Or maybe that some people have had bad memories and other people haven't, or you know what I mean? It just gets a little distorted in that way. Another person said that they felt tear poised, T-E-A-R, tear poised, and they continue, which may not be a real word, but I find I have to fight not to burst into emotional meltdown at the slightest thing, which is silly as I have nothing at all to be upset about. And as such, I'm blessed, I know. So this person said that they feel like they could just burst into tears at anything, and they don't know why, because they feel like they're so blessed. So it's kind of like, this should be such a happy season, I'm so happy, so why am I not? Something must be wrong, okay? And that's kind of what I talked about when I talked um, in the holiday episode a few episodes back Um, Because I thought the same thing. I was like, I have everything. Why do I feel so sad? Total. That totally happens. But it doesn't mean that anything's wrong with you or wrong with the world. It's just a feeling. Okay. Another person said, it's sort of inevitable given the mismatch between the hype we're bombarded with from the start of November and the reality of the occasion. So this is interesting because they use the word reality and... But the reality that they're talking about is a distorted reality because they think that, first of all, they shouldn't be bombarded with um, messages about feeling joyful And But they are being bombarded with those messages. So the reality is that they should be bombarded with messages because that's what's happening. And pretending like it's not happening or that it shouldn't be happening is causing them more pain. And then they said, but the actual reality of the occasion doesn't measure up. And so they're thinking, oh, my life isn't measuring up to this message I'm being bombarded with, so something's wrong. When in reality just accepting what their life is rather than trying to measure it up to a pretend um, message that they are hearing. That's really what's causing them the pain. Okay. Another person said, I can empathize with that. I stare into the fire and reflect on missed opportunities. And so for this person, it's like, well, if I hadn't missed these opportunities, I would be happy. But in reality, They're not missed opportunities because they're all in the past. It's not even real anymore. The moment that you're sitting with right now is a moment you get to choose to believe thoughts that hurt you from this imaginary past. Or you get to try to create um, peace or joy or, or whatever feeling that you want to really. Okay. And the final person said, me too. I know much of it is because of my past, but I thought the move to a new place, they mentioned where they moved to, but the the move to a new place had solved that. It's been particularly bad today, though perked up or they'll perk you this evening. Now that hashtag the holiday is on and that always cheers me. So what they're saying is, I thought that moving to this new place would solve feeling sad about my past. And it's been particularly bad today, but it feels a little bit better tonight because this movie, The Holiday, is on and the movie cheers them up. And there's a whole lot going on in here. The past is a circumstance that they're blaming their feelings on. They thought moving to a new place would make them happy. And... But apparently it didn't. So they're like, oh, this new place I moved to fix all my problems. And then they realize it didn't because they carried their same emotional baggage with them to the new place. And then they're like, oh, so it's not this new place. Maybe I have to move to a new place or, you know, I've got to keep searching because something's wrong. I got to find the thing that will make me happy. Oh, it's this movie. The holiday movie always cheers me up. But what if it's not the movie? (laughs) What if it's just your thoughts about allowing yourself to enjoy the movie? And that's really what cheers you up. Or maybe you felt good about the place that you moved to because you believed that you could, but then as you started not believing that, you created a new thought and all of a sudden you didn't feel well. You know what I mean? If the mind is creating a story that's hurting you, you're going to continue to believe it because that's the story you keep telling yourself. So going on. Here are some of my thoughts. I already mentioned that these people are really doing well to start a conversation about feeling their feelings. Notice that they feel melancholy or tear or whatever they are feeling. Because I certainly felt all of those feelings during this holiday. Um, but to me, it didn't mean that anything was wrong with where I live or what. nothing was wrong with my past or nothing was wrong with me or nothing was wrong with messages. People were bombarding me. I just thought, oh, I feel sad. And then I'd feel it, acknowledge it in my body, figure out if I was telling myself a lie. And usually I was able to move on and continue feeling something else, you know. And so, but these people, it's really, really great that they are taking that first step. And where I would say that they're kind of getting lost, and it's most likely that they just don't know how to do it. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with them. This is what everyone does. But where they're getting a little lost is that they think that there is something wrong, wrong with the world. And that's why they feel the way that they do. And that if the world just weren't the way that it is, then they would feel better. So notice that they mentioned how it's the world's fault that they expect the holidays to be happier. They mentioned how moving to a new place would help, but it didn't, a specific movie, all of these things. And the issue isn't the world or the city or the movie. The issue is that they believe that it's the world, the city, or the movie. They're fighting reality. And they believe that the world should be different than it is, and they latch onto this story and hold on to it so tight uh, because they don't know why else they would feel bad. And then they continue to make themselves feel worse. So it's like, I feel bad. I don't want to feel bad, and but I don't understand why. And so I just keep telling myself this story and kind of wallowing in it, okay? So all I'm saying is that if they think that they what they are doing is processing their feelings, then they're not really helping themselves as much as they think. And then someone like my client from earlier that we talked about, might see a conversation like that and think, wow, that's really sad. Now they're just going to mope and moan about their feelings, how bad their life is instead of getting up and doing something about it. And (laughs) which is kind of partially helpful, but here's the truth. (laughs) Here's the real truth. Whether you are the type of person who is always get up and go, or you're the type of person who sits and feels feelings and wallows in them both of you are missing some important pieces to the puzzle it's really crucial for everyone um, regardless of kind of what your personality is to slow down and recognize your feelings so that you don't burn out from pretending you don't feel them all the time like i can just do 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 and pretending like you don't have feelings Um, but another person who maybe is really good at noticing their feelings needs to learn how to process those feelings and get to work. And, and all of us need to learn both of those skills if we're being really honest, okay? And then, of course, empathizing with ourselves, loving ourselves, and trying to stop, re- stop fighting reality, okay? So our feelings really are a superpower. They're an alarm clock that point us towards growth, love, joy, acceptance, and living the life that we dream, if we don't feel feelings, then we don't get to that point. But wallowing in our feelings can also limit us from getting there. So don't hide from your feelings and don't wallow in them either. Neither way is really helpful for you in accomplishing the the life that you envision for yourself. So if you see yourself doing one or both of these behaviors, I would love to chat with you about it, whether you're kind of hiding from your feelings and trying to do, 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 or whether you're trying to feel your feelings, but you end up just kind of getting lost in feeling a lot of feelings. I'd love to help you to learn some more about emotional resilience. We are going to feel our feelings and we're going to get to work and we're going to question and investigate all of our feelings so that they um, lead us to where we want to go so go to evandunn.com to sign up for a free session and share this episode with a friend if you find that it is helpful for you so everybody it's time to stop waiting in the wings go out and take the stage in bocalupo thank you for listening to another episode of take the stage opera podcast we love hearing from you so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review it helps us to continue delivering quality material